Hello, good morning or good day. Welcome to Turning Point with Femi Emmanuel. Welcome also to Tuesday, the 17th day in March 2020. Let's start our fellowship this morning with these simple songs of praise to God Almighty. I believe we should all know it. Sing along with me. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fail, who never fail, who never fail forevermore. Amen. Jesus never fail. Amen. Jesus never fail. Amen. Jesus never fail. Jesus never fail. He will never fail forevermore. Open your hand for prayers. Since you have a God that can never fail, I prophesy. You too will never fail again. In all your endeavors, you will succeed. I'm hearing, pray, abandon project and program will resuscitate and be completed. If you have any abandoned project or program, open your hand. God will complete that program and project for you. Supernaturally, resources will be available. In the name of Jesus, who is this? You will put something somewhere you can no longer remember. Touch your forehead quickly. God will remind you of the location. You will find it very soon. Who is this? You suffer financial losses in business or any other engagement. The Lord is going to restore everything back to you. God will make it up for you. I want to pray. If you forget things so easily, your retentive memory needs to come back. Touch your forehead gently. All students in this category do the same. I prophesy. Receive a retentive memory. No more forgetfulness. Be brilliant and be wise in the name of Jesus. Who is this? You had wanted to make contact with somebody or call. They are expecting their call, but they are not calling. Mention the name of that person very quickly as I pray. That call and contact will come very soon. Expect the call. Anyone attending an interview, defending a tender or a thesis or writing an exam, open your hand. You will succeed brilliantly. God will give you favor. I prophesy to everyone's life, your plans and journeys and expectations this week shall come out fine. No more disappointment, no failure, no postponement, and no cancellation. Say amen. If today is your bad day, let me pray for you. Your bad day is blessed. God will give you a special bad day gift today. People will also remember you and bless you. Say amen. First issue for teaching and learning today. Good day, Pastor. I inherited a business from my late father, who managed it. He had workers, some of who had been with him for over 10 years. Now that the business is not doing so well and the overhead is increasing, I need to lay some of them off to stay afloat. But it is so hard to do as they have almost become like family members and they are so devoted. Please cancel me how to go about this. Wow, like I always say, Cancers and answers here are not just for the person asking the question, but for all of us to learn the lessons of life and apply. Certainly, Daddy did not build a proper structure for the business. Number two, he did not also bring you on board on time as a successor to be fully established before his departure. Structure with legal documentation could have set in order the entry, the salary, the promotion, the pension, and exit of each of the stars. And in case of death of the founder or the owner, 
how things are to be done will have been clearly stated. This is a lesson for us all. Put structure in place while still alive. We always say no structure, no future. The guarantee of any organization, including church ministry, is the solid structure on ground. Having said that, you will need to call a board meeting or director's meeting, if any. If none of these bodies exist, it means that they run a one-man business built only on himself. It's always a problem when sudden exit occur. If none of these are on ground, then sit down and do the needful proper analysis. Perhaps you will need the advice of a lawyer or a business consultant to decide who goes and who stays and how the business can stay afloat and make progress. If the company is still liquid enough, then decide their financial settlement, what individuals should get in form of severance allowance. Make sure you are honest. Open the book for all of them to see and the urgent step that needed to be taken. If the business will not die a natural death, by then none of them will be entitled to anything. You just have to do this without sentiment. It will be hard or painful, but you need to do it. The important thing is to be honest and transparent with all of them. If a proper structure was on ground, then their pension, their cooperative fund will be there for them to fall back on. This is a lesson for all of us. Put a proper structure in place to guarantee the future of the organization, the business, or even the ministry that you are running. Next, good day, daddy. I am married to a man who forcefully deflowered me at 30 years old, which resulted in the pregnancy of my son. The marriage lasted just eight months, after which we separated. He has been misbehaving to the extent that I was tempted to file for a divorce. He came back apologizing to my family last year. I will forgive him, but I am yet to move back to his house. Now he doesn't even pick my calls again, misbehaving again. Even if I call, he won't answer. I have lost interest in this marriage. Please, what's your advice for me? Wow, you said he forcefully disflowered you when you were 30 years old? That means he raped you. I'm just wondering how that can happen without your consent. Why don't you shout, bite him, break the door, and so on? Was it in your house, in an hotel, or in his house? How can a man, one man, forcefully disflower a 30-year-old lady without her consent? Then, did you quickly arrange the marriage when you became pregnant? Because you called him your husband. Did he formally ask for your hands in marriage, his family and your family, meeting together, taking the bride price, paying the dowry, and giving you the parental blessing? Because without this traditional wedding, then there is no marriage. Please answer these questions. If he did not do all those things, then there was no marriage between you, even though you had a baby son for him. You also have to be very honest with yourself. If he did not properly marry you, then seek for your own husband. That one is a rapist, not a husband, and it is unfortunate that you allowed him. Next, please, Daddy, treat my question. In one of the programs in our church, my pastor made a statement which made me to remember what I had already forgotten, which brought tears back to my heart. Although I had prayed and asked God for his forgiveness then, while in school, I committed abortions twice, and I made an ignorant statement in my heart to God then that if God saved me from the first one, 
If it happens again, let me not be pregnant again for life, which is what I am experiencing now as a married woman. Daddy, please, what should I do? I'm scared. Wow, what a lesson other girls should learn from your experience. No one should make this kind of stupid, foolish, and unthoughtful vows before God for what you don't mean. The same thing with those who go into blood covenant or oath taking with a lover that if we ever disappoint ourselves or if I have sex with another person beside you, let this and this happen. Stupid, foolish decision. You don't need to make the vow for anybody to believe you. Read James chapter 5, verse 12 to establish this truth. Never swear to an oath for someone to believe you because what you swear not to do, you may eventually do it. As for you, go back to God, repent, and ask for forgiveness. Plead for mercy. Be totally devoted and committed to God and His service. God is full of mercy. He will forgive you. You will have your babies. However, check up with a consultant gynecologist if the procured abortions have not done any damage to your reproductive system. Treat it if it has. God will have mercy on you and you will have your babies. All young girls listening, learn from this. Keep yourself from any premarital sex leading to abortion and don't make this kind of promise or vow before God ever. Like him, keep his word and serve God. All members and listeners in and around Abuja, Nigeria, tomorrow, Wednesday, is the prayer mountain service at usual at Abuja, that is Living Spring Chapel. After the fish market, Kado Life Camp, 12 to 2 p.m. is the time. Be there, we are doing blood sprinkling. Again, Corona disease, that is tomorrow. Telephone numbers to call or chat with is 0806-133-2800. Thursday is the blood sprinkling impartation service at Ikeja Lagos, Allen Junction. 8 to 10 a.m. in the morning, I'll be waiting for you there. Come to be sprinkled with the blood of Jesus against all viral diseases, all viruses. You will be saved. Call or chat with plus 234-806-478-8392. Start calling and chatting now. Four things happen to any faithful, consistent, and committed tighter. One, God gives them idea for progress and profit. Two, God sends destiny helpers to them from time to time. Three, God removes and shields them away from devourers. Four, God prospers them, gives them good health and long life, peace of mind to enjoy his blessings. Join us in tithing and sowing to God in this fertile soil of the kingdom. I prophesy to everyone's life, you will do well. God sent me because of you. Heaven will not rest until you are truly blessed and fulfilled. I'm Femi Emmanuel. I love you. Have a wonderful day.